All right, so welcome to The Gaily Dose. This is Helmut Lucero Domogolski, and I'm talking to you as my, my dolls, my friend. I'm talking to you, friend, um, about uh, what, first of all, um, yay pride. <laughs> we just did uh, a whole series um, that we prepared for you, really to hope to give you insight into other people's lives in the community. Um, I think there's nothing like a life well-led and I'm so proud of each and every one of us um, that carry um, that carry forward and carry beautifully forward um, in our gayness. And um, that's what Pride's about. It's about moving forward. And the parade, you know, I'm not going to go through all the guests. You guys can look online. It's a fantastic group of people. Each individual on there is someone to admire and to learn to watch and love um, if you don't know them. I greatly encourage that. But we did this special train for Pride around uh, past, present, future for you um, to try to have a dialogue with you, just you. Um, you're important to us. We do all of this for you who are listening, honestly, because I believe that by expressing ourselves, our true intentions, our true victories, our true weaknesses, we will better ourselves. And that's not just about the gay community. That's all of us. <laughs> um, but especially at Pride, you know, the format of our shows are often put in this past, present, future. I, I was running one day on the Beltline and thought, you know what? Everything I do and I want to learn a person, learn a human, learn a situation, you got to understand a bit of their past. You have to understand where they're coming from, so to speak, and sit in their shoes and be willing to do that, which is not always easy. But it's important to understanding where someone is and why they're there. And then our present is our everything. I have right now, you have right now, what you are doing every day when you wake up and the choices you make, that is defining of who you will be. It defines your future. And every day we have a new day to wake up and do something. And that's a privilege. It's a privilege to live in societies where an individual is allowed the ability to choose. I think sometimes we don't think enough about what a responsibility the present is and what an opportunity the present is. But today I'm gonna to talk about um, pride future. And I think the future is so important because it informs our present. Um, I'm recently, I'm a big self-help fan. Um, I don't know if you are. I love to listen to various podcasts around it. And particularly, I've been listening, uh, reading uh, Atomic Habits, old school, like with a book. Um, and I just think this concept of your identity and your vision for your identity and the habits you do every day in your present, combined with the vision of where you want to go in your life, those are just so defining. And as we think as a pride future, when I think have you think about your pride future, I want you to think about a few things. First of all, I'm going to say this. I have a inherent family. Like I have like three children. That is amazing. I wake up every day and go, wow, I'm so lucky. That's my intersection. Some of you would probably be like, oh my God, that sounds like a nightmare. And that's okay. We are all equipped differently to handle different things. But what I wanted to say about that is you may not have an inherent sense of family. You may not have a great family. You may have struggled with difficulties in your parents. Um, or your siblings, and you're not alone. All of us are broken in some ways. Not broken, because I don't like the broken, uh, dented maybe, and then you can bend it right out, because I just don't like broken, because it means like it's final. 
And I kind of evolved that thought that maybe it's a dent, but you can work out the dent. And trust me, there'll be like little marks and little things like that, but that's what makes us each uniquely ourselves. My point about you is that you may not have a great family, but your opportunity in life is to build a great chosen family. And that's true whether you're gay or whether you're straight. And I would say that one thing that we kind of don't emphasize enough is this concept of choosing children. I happen to have three children, um, but I have friends who don't have birthed children who choose other people to invest in. One of my very good friends, Maya, is that way, um, and her husband. And I know so many other countless people who choose to invest in the people around them or in themselves or in their friends. And I know so many in our community who either on one side may not have had supportive family, on the other side, you may not have, um, you may not have a great, you know, you may have to have children, you know, you don't have like inherently like little kids. But the idea of chosen children specifically, the idea of choosing as you get older, people that you're going to invest in, people that you're going to put um, an extra dose of you into, you have learned a lot. I hope you have. Actually, I know you have. Every one of us have learned some lessons, some of us uh, more willingly than others. But by choosing other people to invest your time in, there is a great baton passing that happens with that. And so as we think about Pride Future, I encourage you to think about who are you investing in. It could be your little sister if you're 20 years old, right? And you're just choosing that. It could be your peers. Um, it can even be elders. Um, sometimes we choose to give the lessons that we may learn in our youth to, to others. But chosen children, I think, um, not that you need a parent, everyone. Okay, no one likes that. But I love the idea of investing in other people. And we'll call it family. And for now, I'll call it chosen children. Because on this side of 40, I think it's really important to think about where are we investing our time. And if you don't have a parent in the gay community, maybe you can seek one out. Um, what I think is really interesting about us as queer people is that we are kind of taking off the lenses and expectations that a lot of times religion or society have put on us. And people are scared of that. You know, sometimes you might even be scared of that, you know, like letting go of certain beliefs that you should be this way or you should be that way. In reality, um, we are able to experiment in our part of the society. And some of our experiments are good and some of them aren't great, you know? I don't know that we, you, I look at certain things that have shaped us um, and I think that there's some things that we can say, you know what, that part's not doing so well. Let me like remold, reshape my gay life into something different. Um, and I think that's an opportunity that we have. We can innovate in our sector of the society, whether it's in our relationship styles, whether it's in how we spiritualize. Um, and those are wonderful places that we have a, a privilege and honor to continue that work, to continue to define, question, think about, and then come to conclusions that we can pass on to other gays and other straight people, frankly. Um, I do wanna talk about a few things that I think are really important for our future um, and that I would ask you to think about. I would ask you to think about, do I love people across all of our letters, all of our races, all of our genders? And I mean really love people, like see them equally. I think if you're not comfortable sometimes around people that are different than you, it's often an opportunity to recognize that I should dive a little deeper into that kind of relationship with someone to understand them more. 
Um, and I also think that inside the gay community, we, um, or queer community, whichever word you want to use, um, I think that there's an opportunity to think about the letters themselves. We've had some great speakers about talk about blurring the letters in the future. But I also think learning from others that are in other parts of the community and really double clicking into them. Um, if you are a gay man and you don't have a lesbian friend, if you are a trans woman and you don't, well, well, you know what? There's a few of you. <laughs> you know, you know many of us. Um, but I think that there's an opportunity there for each of us to learn a lot more about what it's like to be us by not just focusing on the letter and the group that we're presently in. In fact, if we break through those lines, there's a lot to learn, and that's something that gay society had before. Um, we were out and proud, and we need to continue to maintain that. And the reason I say that is because we're only going to learn from each other. We're all required. All parts of the rainbow need to be together for it to be a rainbow and it, for it to shine. So I would ask you personally to think about your bias in race, your bias in letter, um, and break those barriers down. Only you know what those are. For... Um, Another direction that I think we really need to concentrate on for pride future is our intergenerational connection, old and young. I think, you know, I'm, I'm a, I don't know. I was this kind of child that like listened to old people when I was little. I truly believe that the lessons learned in our elders can be catalysts for us to accelerate ourselves. And when I say that, I mean it. Like, we don't have to learn every lesson on our own. We can choose to listen to our elders and learn something. And you know, it's been a hard journey, particularly in the gay community with HIV AIDS and how it broke us down. But those men that are still standing, they have a lot that they can give if we listen to them, if we create connections with them. And if you, older gentlemen, might I say, if you would be the elders and you would invest in us as younger people. I think that that's true across the spectrum, though, all the letters. And if you think about it, inherent in a lot of religions is a passing down of stories and tales. And, and, and those things become a culture and a way of life and for the religions, a way of, of living. Um, it's really important in the queer community that we do the same thing in the future, that we don't forget our past, that we don't forget our lessons and the stories. Um, but then that we also share the practical knowledge of like, hey, here's how to date. Oh, hey, here's what you might think about in work. And if you aren't mentored by someone, find someone that you can connect to. Find someone online. You know, it doesn't have to be something where it's face-to-face. -face. We live in an age of technology. You can zoom in, boo, zoom in. And you know what? If you want to, try that intergenerational connection across the letters. Try it out. Find an older lesbian, an older trans person, a younger lesbian, a younger trans person. Like, connect across the ages because not only will you learn something from that person that person will learn something from you it's a two-way street and it's beautiful and i think we need more of it in our pride future um i also think it's super important to elevate uh my other best friends i have so many people that i'm thankful for but roger and sue they are just a wonderful pair of people that became very close to me during covid and they constantly help me elevate. And I think that elevation in terms of the way we think about ourselves, I'm not talking about being snobby, okay? I'm not talking about being snobby. I'm talking about dreaming for ourselves, for brighter futures, for 
more respect for ourselves, more respect for our society, more protection for our society, to dream bolder, brighter dreams. You can't have a great future if you don't have a great vision. So I would suggest to you that you need to elevate your thinking if you can. You need to erase memories, not memories, you need to erase messages is the right way I want to say that, um, that tell you that you aren't worthy, that you aren't equal to. Um, because a lot of us have that inherent in us from very, very young ages. And that's a lifetime process. I don't think that ever all goes away quickly. That's a lot of deep programming and a lot of deep trauma. But I think that by constantly asking yourselves, how can I make my vision for myself better? How can I like literally, and it's not, this is not a morality thing. It's an ethical thing, right? And it's a love thing. Am I, how can I love myself more and love others more? How can I have a better vision for our community? I feel like elevating our thoughts, our dreams, our identity is how we will carry pride forward. And so the hard work, the hardest work has been done and that there's a pathway, but I almost think the future for us is going to be even tougher because it'll look like it's a one race and it's not one. There are so many parts of the world that still don't celebrate pride. There are still so many people in our countries today, in our, in our accepting countries that still struggle with us existing and being equals. Maybe not like, you know, out loud, but inside. I think it's just like the Black Lives Matter movement. We see evidence, just women today still struggle with not being equal to men in so many parts of our society. So don't fool yourself to think that gay pride is over and we're done because we're not done. We have a global battle ahead of us. And I say battle because we're fighting for good. We're fighting for love and we're fighting for the space to not only be gay and wonderful, but even to be straight and wonderful, to break down a lot of the barriers that the rest of society has around itself, I believe strongly will come from our sector of society. So think about that. Um, think about being a leader, not only within our own community, but within those around you that are straight. You have an opportunity. You are light. You have an opportunity to be light and brighter and brighter light if you so choose that challenge. And I would say that was something that you can do by elevating your thoughts about yourself. And the last thing I'm going to say is that it's all in balance. We need to have fun as well as have candor in our, in our discussions. We need to have, be gay. Yes, absolutely. We need to keep things safe. Absolutely. Um, there are so many things about balancing the journey that we have in life to have a good time, to be responsible and work hard, to think deeply, and then to sometimes just relax. Um, but when I say that too, I think that there's a balance we need to have with our straight community. I think we need to realize that we are an integral part of each other. Um, obviously, we won't, uh, we won't be the same without them, and they won't be the same without us. And so I don't like this idea, ultimately, of a straight agenda, gay agenda. We need to have a human agenda. And that human agenda needs to allow for all of us to exist and celebrate the best parts of us together. And so I would challenge anyone who isn't thinking about a human agenda. And I'm talking about a global one, too. Right At the end of the day, the visions of some of our greatest thinkers like Martin Luther King, that every child can have an education and a meal. I mean, these are the dreams of a peoples that are across 
across the nations, right? It's almost like it's like one people. And that concept, one humanity, and having a vision for all of us, having elevation in our decisions and love for each other is something that we must choose to do at the very micro level of just how you're talking to your friend <laughs> or how you're dealing with your neighbor, so to speak. So I hope you've enjoyed this kind of reflection on Pride Future. I hope it doesn't sound preachy to you. Please know that my, my goal in all of this and our goal is to encourage you to be your best self um, and then to take your best self and turn all of that energy into love for yourself and for your fellow human. Because at the end of the day, we will get there together and we need each other. We all need connection and it's a good thing to have and it's one thing that we should continue to invest in is our fellow human. So thank you all of our dolls that are listening. Um, we wish you a very happy pride and we look forward to the next time we talk again. Cheers. <laughs>